With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What a day, what a day. I got to start off with an apology here today on Monday Night Sports Talk. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. My tout of the Gophers beating Iowa didn't turn out too good. It didn't really. I was surprised you said that on Friday. I thought Iowa was mediocre. I I didn't take into account that the Illinois team that the Gophers beat had their fourth-string quarterback playing. Who was throwing with a broken hand, by the way. Oh, is that right? That turned out too. Yes. Well, that might explain this defense because what a whooping that was. And everybody's calling... Kirk Ferentz, classless for calling the three that timeouts. That was fantastic. It was, because Fleck was down on the right. four-yard line with 19 seconds to go, and he calls a timeout. Right. You know, and I love that he said, I, nothing. I love that he said, we didn't want to leave him here. We, we want, didn't want to leave him oh. here. Yeah, so uh, that was I, great. I don't so think. That was just some gamesmanship between the two coaches. Well, Fleck was trying to avoid the shutout, right, which so he, he did. called timeout. Yeah. And uh, that's and so Ferenc says, "Oh, you want timeouts? Okay, we'll give you timeouts." Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, it was. I don't uh, th- what did they lose from last year? They were a hell of a team uh, last some, year. Uh, very good defensive players Man, or right. seniors. Uh, four of them in the NFL, right? Yes. Uh, four. Well, one of them is a receiver, Tyler Johnson, and three defenders are in the NFL. And uh, as I uh, lovingly point out at every opportunity, all Tracy Clay's uh, recruits. recruits which, mm-hmm. ah! But here's the deal. Forgot about He's, him. Here's the deal. His recruiting classes have been rated better than you know mid thirties, uh, better than uh, Clay's were. And uh, and la- this year is supposedly fairly high, low, high twenties or something. Where are they? Mm-hmm. Where is the athletes? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Where I, is the safety man? man on defense? They have no athletes. I don't understand what the deal is because he's had okay the first recruiting class. He only he got the job in January, so it was a short time before the. Run up, but he's had three full years of recruiting, and uh, where where are that where are the athletes? I don't know. The other thing is Tanner Morgan is playing awful. He is not as good as he was last year. No, I, do you think maybe uh, they're they're not letting Dave Bateman get deep? They're just making him catch the shorties, and uh, yeah, uh, probably facing a little more pressure. I don't know. He's uh, maybe not on the same page as this offensive coordinator, who uh, who by the way. Has been at several locations and not done well. But uh, when he was at Notre Dame for a year, 
uh, Mike Sanford, apparently Fleck buddied up to him, so that's how he ended up hiring him. If Fleck has serious designs on Michigan, he's not doing himself any favors here. No, no, he's not. If he, if, if I don't think if if Harbaugh leaves, and he probably will, he'll probably find some other job and get the hell out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think he'll be the. They'll, they'll find somebody else. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they'll go this route. Not you know who our guy Ross Brendel predicted he'll coach Michigan next year? Urban Meyer. How about uh, the guy at? Cincinnati, uh, Luke Fickle, who was the interim at Ohio State, everybody thought he was going to Southern Cal because the AD that hired him at Cincinnati is the AD at Southern Cal. But Southern Cal is 2-0 and and is having a real good recruiting year with this Clay Helton, so they may not have that job opening. So I would think that he'd probably be the guy because he's more of a Michigan man. What do you think? He's not selling him. He's not a he's Maybe. not a hard seller of himself like uh, Mr. Poop over here. At, I'd go uh, Western. University. I'd go Upper Michigan or Western Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, yeah, that kind of guy. Maybe a, a Uper. Yeah, yeah. You, you, a what did you think is, of the Masters? I loved the Masters. It was a boring finish, of course, mm-hmm. but I love watching golf without people. Well, out have, there because you can see the. Undulations. Right. You can see the what's going on in the forest. You can see uh, where the ball actually is. I okay. like it. I, I buy that, but I found a fault with the absence of fans. What? The fans in Augusta define the holes. 18 is nothing. It just sits up there in the middle of a field. And you need the yes. fans around oh, you yeah. to a, see where they're hitting it. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Yes. And, and it also, the fans make the course tighter. Because, you know, you can now hit it over there behind, on the other fairway and uh, play it back. Somebody did that on uh, 17. They played it off. They played it, uh, the, the Craig Smith, the, the Smith kid, was it Cameron Smith? Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith. He, played the, yeah. he played 17 up the 15 fairway. Yeah. And you couldn't do that if the fans were what all a, What a walkable green. course for players. Those tees and greens are right next to each other. Oh, yeah. The air, yeah. the air shots are, show you that. There is uh, climbing to be done, oh, however, yeah. at, at yeah. the numerous holes. I think it's, what do they say, 220 yards? There is climbing. You know what else I saw or I didn't see? <laughs> you don't see members' tee boxes. I, want, I bet there's two reasons for that. One, they plow them under for aesthetic reasons. They don't want you to see them. And maybe they don't want you to see where, where we play from. Mm-hmm. But you I don't saw members' tee boxes. What do you talk? What do you mean? The well, members can't play that course from where the pros no, play. No, they're off, they're oh. damn near seventy four hundred yards yeah. now, aren't they? But yeah. you never saw a members tee box. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they I think they pull them for aesthetic reasons. I bet they get rid of them and then they have to build them again. Knowing those guys, they might have them on plats yeah. or something yeah. and, and grow grass. On what them. are yeah, the, I never thought of that though. Yeah. There, uh, never see them. What are the white houses? Up there. What are they? Yeah, cabins few, for members. There's a few cabins that are not used very often. I think there's only about four of them. And the Eisenhower cabin, Reed McKenzie, USGA president, mm-hmm. and his dear bride Jane were the occupants of the Eisenhower cabin for at least one year. Really? Yeah, during the Masters. Wouldn't that be wow. pleasant? During the Masters. Would yes, sit on that front porch. Oh, my it's, God. It's right behind the petting, putting green <laughs> right, and right. the tenth and the tenth tee box. Right, yeah. right. Wow. Hmm. I went over there and uh, visited them. So I think I think golf's headed for a, uh, 
I don't know what's going to happen to it. Uh, clearly, these players are getting younger, so powerful, <laughs> yes, uh, so strong that I had a guy yesterday tell me, well, maybe they're going to have to play in tournaments where they're not allowed to have a driver. Maybe you only use a three-wheel. <laughs> and I said, well, no, they're that doesn't have, make sense because be the best players will still win. It would be more logical to try to take some of the uh, titanium out of the, you know, the, the nuclear explosion out of the golf ball. But why is that a what, about a, what about a, a, a lower compression ball? Yes. Uh, but I don't think... You and I think it's bad for golf that DeChambeau hits at 380. Yeah. But I'm not. They're they're trying to get the youth of America to main, which I think is probably a losing effort. But uh, but they, the, you know, they 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 think a kid would see some Bluto here hit at uh, hit at uh, 400. And, hey, I gotta watch how's Bryson doing. Yeah, I'll talk about a guy. By the way, what a fraud he is. He was let me, sick. Let me read he your had, mind. Let me read your mind. Spells. He's one of these guys that might get sick if he's not playing well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just got a sick. <laughs> I, I got to well. go get back. You know, this yeah. was a, two days earlier. He wasn't sick enough to say that it's a par 67 golf course. That's right. It was pretty good. Now, I had to look this up. I knew that Popeye had a father in the... A tough guy father in the cartoons. Okay. Poop Deck Pappy was Poop Deck Pappy. Poop Deck Pappy was the father. So Bernard beat him. So my observation on Twitter was Pappy beat Bluto. (laughs) You know, (laughs) because Langer beat him by two strokes yesterday and by one. They played together yesterday. Langer and. and DeChambeau, he's given him 80, 90 yards a tee ball, and he shot a lower, he shot one stroke less than DeChambeau wow. both yesterday and for the tournament. Kepka is 63 as, years old. Kepka is just as big as DeChambeau. In a different way, though. Well, he's got In the he's got the guns. Yeah, but he's kind of got the narrow waist. Yeah, he's done. You know, he's got the yeah. you know the, this this thing. Yeah, but uh, the but DeChambeau's like huge all the way <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, Pat so, is showing the, uh, the proportions. Have for we the seen the last of ground. Jordan Spieth? You know what? I've been blaming it all on his putting, but a guy pointed out to me yesterday he's two thirty in hitting greens. Mm-hmm. Greens in regulation, he's awful. So he hits it short, and then you know he's trying to get home with. Longer clubs than everybody else is, I guess. I don't know. It's I think amazing. One of the, I think one of the greatest feats yesterday was after getting a ten on number twelve. Woods really doesn't ever pack it in, does he? No, nope, he got five, about six birdies, five birdies and six holes. Yeah, yeah. After making a ten to finish under par for the tournament, he um, made a ten. Yes. Well, Spieth was forty-six. That was a hard-working ten because it wasn't three straight in the pond. It was. Two in, Two the, in pond, the pond, then one go in back the beach, to the bunker and hit, the it back, hit it back <laughs> into the pond. And where did he have to drop when he hits it in from the other side? I don't know. In from the bunker. You don't have to go on the other side. You, you can stay on the side where you hit it in, right? You don't have to so. go back over on I the other so. side, yeah. right? One in, two out, hitting three. Three in, four out, hitting five. I saw Five him. in the bunker. The other thing. Six out of the bunker in the lake. Six in, seven out, hitting eight. So it took him three shots after he dropped after the last time he's in the water. Well, he's in the water, so he's hitting three, and then he's in the water. So then he's hitting five out of the bunker. So then he's hitting seven. 
Yeah. So then he ate and two putts. Huh. Yeah, ate and two putts. Right. So yeah, after the after he went in the water last time. Yeah. Always fun to I, see Paulina. Oh yes, it was. It was. <laughs> I was worried. You know, it seems to me perhaps as as a reaction to our our uh, opposition to blatant sexism, mm-hmm. we don't get as many <laughs> shots, crowd shots of the good looking gals, right? Right. That that, that we if, if you if you had a good looking wife. Well, there weren't any there. I know. Well, well, there were a few. I mean, the wives were there. (laughs) But if you had the good-looking wife, these old cameramen who walked around, you'd see, like, Duffner's wife, we'd get to see her all day long. (laughs) Right, uh, right. And uh, we didn't get Pauline until the 18th, to the point I was worried if she was home pregnant again or something. Uh, uh, She kept running. The gals in my home were kind of... She wore that to the Masters Golf Tournament. And, she had green. Uh, she had green. Yeah, she, and she it was a she little chilly. I think it was a little chilly. Yeah. But those were basically. Are those what we call yoga pants uh, yes. that yes. she was wearing? Yes. yes. They're a, Do you approve? They're a fine invention. I think so. Yes, they're they a are. fine invention. She apparently is one of those uh, young ladies that has a baby and... Uh, can get back in about, shape. Her body about, forgets about, about it. About three weeks later, it's, uh, yeah. you know, uh, hey, Paulina. Because I don't think she spends a lot of, I don't know. I, I shouldn't say this. Who but knows? I got a hunch that kid's eating out of a bottle. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's my observation. I don't mind Dustin. Fine. I'm in favor of that, by the way. I don't way. mind Dustin Johnson. He's a hell of a player. Oh, God, he's good. But, my God, is he boring. He got a little misty, though. Yeah, I was happy to see that. His brother damn near wept. Yeah. Well, yeah he Austin. couldn't talk during the interview. He was really... And not damn near wept. One, he wept. One thing about Dustin is... People talk, well, he hits it quick, but it takes him a long time to decide what he wants to hit. He's not exactly a... Yeah. They, him and the brother can walk around looking at those putts for an hour and a half, man. And then the brother stands over the ball to create a tunnel that mm-hmm. Dustin then looks through. Did you notice that? Yes. What the hell was that? Just I don't to see know. contours? You know, they, that the brother, what they told the story yesterday, Dustin's regular caddy was uh, not feeling well or there was a family problem. I don't know. And he was supposed to go to New Zealand with him or something. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, ah, come on, stay home. You don't have to go. Well, I'll, I'll get my brother to caddy for me. He mm-hmm. can just carry for me for one time. And then he won. Mm-hmm. And now the other guy was, uh, I think he might have been the guy who had the uh, Korean, M. Oh, yeah. M? Might have been his used one. I think M wore that shirt Saturday. I think he had that shirt on. Probably didn't. Uh, what a goofy round of golf. Yep. He hits his drives perfectly straight. Straight, and he puts like a maniac, and he chips like a maniac, and he can't hit an approach shot. He sprays them all over the right. building. Right. It's, uh, but you know what? You know who would have loved him hmm. and the other Korean guy, hmm. Pan. Yeah. The old time headline writers, and uh, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> instead of having to get uh, <laughs> oh, uh, you know, some of the you know those long, long names right. in there, like uh, you're done right away. Yeah, yeah. Bam. M. Have M. you, you seen can start off new, with M. Have you seen who the new GM is of the Marlins? Uh, Kim, Kim. Uh, Ang. It's spelled it's N-G, N-G, but there's mm-hmm. an A. But in we there. get mm-hmm. Ang out of that. Mm-hmm. I disagree. Mm-hmm. Your name is D. Uh, supposed to be a very sharp young lady. I have to check this out. But Matt Limegraver, the old uh, Gophers assistant coach, offensive coordinator, one of uh, Kill's right-hand men, and then 
Clay's was the other right-hand man and mm. booted him as right. soon as he got the job. I don't know what that was about. And he he just he got dumped at Penn State after last year as the offensive line coach. And I bet he's giggling about Penn State right now. But uh, he and Kim were interns together with the White Sox years ago and apparently oh. big buddies, I guess. So, oh, wow. Uh, I got to get all the Lime Grover. I don't know if I, the phone number I have might was one from his gophers, so I'm not do sure. We have, uh, do one. we have in the room here, do we have Monday night football excitement? Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Sure. I'm excited for the game tonight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bears, uh, I might be wrong about this because I was a little wrong on Iowa, but the Vikings are Yeah, what's tonight. your prediction here? You know what convinced me? You know who their tight end is? Jimmy Graham. Yeah. He's 83. He's slower than I am. He is un- <laughs> How did this happen? They used to have about three good tight ends. Do you know what he has? That's terrible. He has a good agent, Jimmy oh my Graham. God. He's got Is he the Bears tight end? Yes. Yes. Who's and playing they, quarterback for them? Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Who beat him uh, with the Eagles. Right. Right. But, uh, yeah, that was a... How did Joe Flacco fall from such grace? He had a neck, a pretty serious neck he injury. He won a Super Bowl. Right, with yes, Baltimore. Yes, he did, in a great shootout game against yeah. Harbaugh. Yeah. Against and then Harbaugh, he's, now, he's now starting for? The Jets. The just Jets. Because, just because the regular, the kid, Darnold from Southern Cal is hurt. Right. But he's starting for the Jets, yeah. Boy, and the boy. Jets are doing everything they can to lose them all. So. Yes, and, and by the way, they will. <laughs> so then they would uh, so, get the kid from Clemson? Yeah. I got a hard, hard time a couple of weeks ago because I said I'm watching Sunday night game and Daniel Jones. I like Daniel Jones, the Giants quarterback. Everybody, I said, I'd take him over 20 guys. And You're an idiot, blah, blah, blah. Well, he had a good game yesterday, he the Daniel pretty, Jones bandwagon. I'd take him over this guy in a heartbeat. Well, and that's why I don't like their chances in Chicago tonight. A, they never beat Chicago at Soldier Field. And C, B, whatever letter I'm on. Uh, they're going to have to come down to Kirk Cousins making a play. And Not he can't. really. Hand it off to Cook and let him run 60 yards for a well, touchdown. Who was talking about the home field advantage? Was that you on Friday? There isn't one. There, there isn't one this uh, that, year. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. playing in Chicago is going to be different no. than the normal. One thing they always complain about in Soldier in Chicago, though, is the turf yes. at this time of year is awful, supposedly. Mm. Well, it's, is it it's real awful at all. Yeah, it's still real good. And it was Soldier Field? They never put a Let's turf in there. Let's Chicago I, weather here. I don't think. Well, well they're sure they're going to get the weather from Green Bay yesterday, won't they? Well, not really. It, no? It moves east. You know? Got it. Swings down. Swings New, England was, uh, New England was not a good night for no. being out. Holy cow, the way wind was blowing sideways. I watched, for some unknown reason, I watched a lot of football yesterday. 46 degrees there now and no rain. Well, God, shoot. Nothing. That's nothing. You can play in that. Vikings are going to make the playoffs. I think so. The East, the NFC is terrible. Run the table? Run the table? I wouldn't go that far. Okay. No. Don't now, is golf excited? done? Are we done now for the year? Or do we have the crazy season coming up? Well, I think they got a couple goofy tours. You want me but, to but uh, the, check? The start, <laughs> yeah, you, know what we've had, you know what we've had, Joe? We had the end of the 2019-20 season right. with the FedEx Cup championship, the one that Dustin won, right? Yep. And then we had a bunch of tournaments who are the start of next year's right. schedule. And then we threw in the Masters, and I don't even know where that fits in. I think I think you get the points, but it doesn't fit in the 
They probably added to the FedEx standings from last year, right? And the Masters know. starts in five months. Masters back in five months. Five months. Yeah. April 8th. Mm-hmm. What did you find, Rook? It can't be that difficult. Boy, did they, whoever, somebody, I'm not giving you wrong information, somebody from CBS, though, did a genius job of finding the music this year. Mm-hmm. They, they showed that video, that film of coming up, uh, Magnolia mm-hmm. Drive, mm-hmm. John Prine song. Mm-hmm. I've been here before. Mm-hmm. It was great. <laughs> I think it's I've been here before. I just can't stand the cathedral talk. Oh, God, it drives you crazy. It does, it does, but it's it's kind of like they obviously have to do it oh in order God. to. Did you see they had a deal where if you had a ticket and could not be there mm-hmm. but were feeling lonely, for $150 you could order a bunch of food that would be served <laughs> At Augusta, really? which, by the way, the stuff they serve on the golf course is awful. Yeah, egg it's, salad. It's all their oh, egg salad. Oh. Their egg salad. You better get that baby at eight in the morning because yeah. about five in the afternoon. She's but a little the, sour. But the best one they have is the pimento cheese sandwich. Oh yuck! They have the pimento cheese sandwich, and if you buy one at five in the afternoon. The red from the pimentos will have drained through, <laughs> oh. and the bread is red. You know, oh this God. red soggy. And he's, hey, get a couple of pimento cheese sandwiches, you know, and they're woofing them that down. That were made at 6 this morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And uh, they had, they the, the chicken one is sort of edible, but it's not hot, <sighs> you know. But their food is god awful, and their barbecue comes out of a can. Oh no! Yes, their barbecue. You see it. You know. You see in the press room, great big cans of this crap. The one year I was there, I never went anywhere in town except to the golf course. Yes. I don't know. Maybe. What'd you maybe, eat? Stop fast. You don't eat fast food no, either. I, What'd you do? To, I'm trying to remember. Buy what? chips. Or I know that way. I ate breakfast in the clubhouse every day. Oh yes, yeah. You could eat it in the uh, yeah. yeah the men's uh, the men's grill yeah. there. Yeah, lunch. But I, I never lunch did. There all the time. Obviously, there's a downtown Augusta. Yes, there is. I got down there just a couple of times to yeah. see it. But uh, I read a piece on uh, how uh, not having fans is not good for the Augusta economy no, no. because some of the restaurants there make their whole nut. Right. You know, they double the prices. They're triple their prices uh, for the Masters week, and uh, you know they're. Like the steakhouses in town are booked from 5 to 11, you know, with three, four right. different settings. Did you notice the traffic noise and the siren noise? I could hear sirens. I did not. Okay, my point being, I've told this many times, but I think it's just fascinating. The, the, the main drag out in front of the course is Washington Road. Yes. Okay. Picture Robert Street. Right. I was going to say Robert Street. More than, people say Lake Street, but it's more like Robert it's Street. Robert Street. You're driving yeah. down Robert Street. Yes. You take a right behind Home Depot, and you drive up Magnolia Lane, yeah, and there right. it is. Yeah, it's it just, is. I can't it's, picture it's that. It's not like in a country I can't picture that. The first time I drove there, first time I drove there, I got I I kept. I'm lost. Right. This can't be. Right. This can't, this can't be, be it. where we are. This right. can't be it. Where's the magic right. thing here? And uh, and uh, then all of a sudden you just realize that. Here. I'll say one thing though. I don't know if they still do it, but they took. They still believed 
in the print media, man. They mm-hmm. took great care of you when I mm-hmm. left. Now, I haven't been down there since 10 years, maybe. Well, I haven't been there since 89. Yeah. So I was still in a quantity. That might have been earlier than that. It might have been early 2000s. Yeah. I, I was there 18 times. And, uh, and, uh, but they, you know, you get a parking pass, you park on the grounds. Yeah. Really? Just for giggles. And we didn't, we didn't do this, but just for giggles, they were selling stuff out on, you know, there's used to be when it was Tiger was first going. Yep. In like 98. And the price and the economy was good, and the prices were, people were going crazy. And Tom Swanson was representing the Minot Daily News, <laughs> and he was filing stories. Somehow mm-hmm. he got it, but he got a, he got a uh, press pass. Yep. And a uh, parking pass, and I had one, of course. Yep. And uh, we, uh, no, we couldn't sell a press pass, but we had. Our wives were there that year, and we had badges, you know, patrons' mm-hmm, badges. Right. Mm-hmm. So we just stopped and talked to these two guys. How much for two parking passes and two badges? Mm-hmm. $1,500. Mm-hmm. Whoa! We didn't take it. But mm-hmm. We didn't take it, but $1,500. Now what, a, what would have Rookie and Reavers done? Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go print a couple more. I saw a couple in the trash. I'm going to go grab a... Uh, RSM I mean, prices were incredible. I, I know... Golf competitors who, when they missed the cut, would go sell their, mm-hmm. you know, go maybe. back out for the weekend and have somebody sell their John Daly passes maybe. and stuff. No, you wouldn't do that. What'd you find? Guys the, with a similar frame. I'm not going <laughs> to The RSM Classic is uh, November 19th. I don't even know what that is. The Mayakoba Golf Classic is December 3rd. And then Ooh. the QBE Shootout oh, right. is December QBE 11th. QBE Shootout is a special event. But maybe those other two are tournaments. Real? I don't know. Yeah. Could be. How about the Colombian tour? We got anything coming up on the Colombian uh, tour? That was the North Carolina tour. And then <laughs> now you want PGA, right? <laughs> right. Right. And they've got everything... Scheduled for next year. Here's the schedule. So it's on the 2019-20, they have all these cancellations. But they're looking like they're going to Columbia still has a bad reputation from those little problems they had there with the... In January of 2021, you should be in Hawaii. Yes, yeah, they'll be there. Sony Open in Hawaii, January 14th. They opened up the tournament of... You don't have to have won. They want to get more because they had too many people not showing up. So I think it's if you're in a certain place on the points in that world points, or maybe it's if you've won anywhere in the world or something. But they tried to expand the field for now that. We got great vaccine news today. Yes, from Moderna. Uh, the other one, Moderna is getting ninety-four point five percent. Now is it success. the same? Do you have to go through as many machinations as you do I, for Pfizer, or is this know. more just come in and get a shot mean, in the arse and you get mean ready. Michelle Pfizer? Michelle Pfizer. Yeah, yeah, she was the one that came up with us. Mm-hmm. We learned last week. Well, what's what? Short of everyone getting that, how are there going to be fans at the Masters in five months? Uh, what's happening? We don't know anything. No. And the no. news is getting worse. Well, well but maybe it. that'll be the maybe Numbers that'll be are, the stop though. That Numbers could be are the stop. phenomenal. Numbers are unbelievable. The uh, the la- the uh, boy and girl out in Woodbury are the girls now full time. Online, they were they were going to school two oh, days a week, yeah. and the the boy who's a little younger, the grade schooler, they're they're going after 
after Thanksgiving. We uh, switched this week. All, all, all distance learning. Oh, so how do they distance learn if mom's working and dad's working? We're about to find out. Okay. <laughs> so, can you call up this class on one of these giant screens? Can you? What? Can you call up this class on one Well, of they do everything screens? on their Chromebooks, their oh. laptops. Oh, yeah. But uh, get Wilkin babysit, can he? No, not quite. But we're <laughs> yeah, he's up there in age. In fact, this morning I got to drive all the way down to Faribault to drop him off at my folks. Then I'm going back down there tomorrow night to go get him. They're going to spend the night with Grandma so Dad can watch football oh, tonight. Okay. So. Priorities. Ba. Priorities. You know, do you know back in the day, that was one place you could go to watch Monday night football. Faribault? Terrible. No, we, you mean when they got blacked out? Is that what you Back in the day when home games were not on television. Oh, okay. Even if the Vikings had a sold-out Monday night game, it was not on local television. Really? Wow. And people used to go to Rochester all the time for the Sunday weekend games. Mm-hmm. But because this was that. ABC... I think maybe Mankato had a station or something. You could yeah, drive. Yeah, KEYC. You could yep. drive to Fairball, and I remember being down there a couple of times. This was I was not covering the Vikings at all. Probably. Lavender Inn. Where'd you go? I can't remember where we went, but the Lavender I Inn hope, sounds like. A- I don't know if I was driving, but I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Prior Lake. That's nothing. That's what no, thirty-five yeah, minutes. Right, yeah, I was right down there. Yeah, we went down there a few times to see him on Monday Night TV. Oh, I wish I would have known what bar you guys ran into when you were down there. It probably doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. That's fifty years ago. Well, yeah, that's why I'm saying it was probably something like the Lavender Inn that's close to the freeway where My, you would have got Monday Night Football is fifty years old. Yeah, fifty years. You old. guys cannot believe what a f- you young pups. They can't. They have no cannot idea. Cannot believe what a phenomenon this is. The Minneapolis Star, which was trying to like spend as much money as they possibly could, covered would send a local reporter for what do you think, Joe? Three, four years, maybe before. Yeah, probably to the Monday night football games. So really? if Denver was playing Houston in December. They'd cover it. Wow. Why? It was it was a like social it was phenomenon. Like, it was like every every Monday night game, you know, what's you know, and everybody in Minnesota would complain because Howard did three minutes of halftime highlights. Yep. And if the Vikings were on there, hey, Howard hates the Vikings. I was one of those games. I was I one of those hates kids. The Vikings. <laughs> he won't have us on there. He hates uh he hates uh, and he loved Bud. Billy White Shoes Johnson and he yeah, loved Earl he, Campbell. He hates and, us, you know. The, the amazing thing is, what time in the morning they had to get Howard to do that while he was still sober. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did he cover I that in the uh, in the, the Heaven game. Hotline? Did that one get covered? Probably. Okay. I never played the game because, of course, <laughs> I never played the game. Joe, remember when it was so popular there in the late seventies that Howard was still on that they started doing a Thursday night version? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! About four Thursdays they do it, and I the Vikings were in Buffalo on Thursday, and I was covering that one, so must have been seventy nine or so. Mm-hmm. And Howard was in the pregame. Dining room, and in Buffalo, it was also a bar. Mm-hmm. And there were several ladies around there talking with him, and maybe a guy or talking two. Talking on his hairpiece? And he was comatose, and he ended up doing the show. I mean, he was, he was wow. hammered, and he ended up doing the game. I don't know if he... Just got a few, uh, you know, little water splash in his face. And went Squirrely looking little guy. 
What? Squirrely looking little guy. Oh yeah, yeah. he was. He was. The uh, when when he got in the trouble for calling the receiver from Washington a little monkey, mm-hmm. remember that? Yeah. Uh, and uh, the the next week they were playing the the Vikings were on Monday Night TV, and Howard would come out to practice and stand on the sidelines, make made a big deal out of it, like on Friday or Saturday, and then he had someone come down and say. Howard, uh, Jesse Jackson's on the phone, blah, blah, blah. And then about 10 minutes later, some other Ralph Abernathy's on the <laughs> All the black people were mm-hmm. calling to show their support for Howard. Even <laughs> Nobody knows if they were actually calling, right, but right. but Howard, mm. uh, Howard would uh, do that. But, it, God, it was a phenomenon. I mean... Well, I remember how excited I was as a kid to watch the Monday night football game when the Vikes were playing. Man, mm-hmm. and you, you weren't know. there at the beginning. No, I'm, I missed. In, in 70, 71, I mean, was Meredith gone? Meredith was gone before you were old enough, probably. I remember I was singing the lights of party or the mm-hmm. turn out the lights of party's over. Hello, you're on. Hello again, Sucere Roycey. <laughs> there he is. Howard Cosell. Howard Cosell reporting. First of all, I protest. The abhorrent behavior of the Twin Cities, every week, showing the backup game, never, ever showing yours truly. Tonight, they've got Drysdale and McCarver doing the Tiger-Kansas City game, while I'm ensconced doing the Mets expert. Yes. What's wrong with him? I don't know. No taste, Howard. I'd rather have you, Howard. Of course you would. <laughs> An excellent taste on your part, I might add. Oh, hold it one second. What a play there by uh, Strawberry. Oh, that was Mookie Wilson? <laughs> oh, I always get those two. <laughs> oh, well. Suffice me to say, I'm, I'm going to talk about baseball, but first, just let me mention my book. You know the one. I never played the game. Now, I'm not going to be like some authors who would go on the radio hyping their book, mentioning it over and over again, drumming the title of it into your heads. I mentioned it once. I never played the game. That's the only time I need to mention it. Otherwise, I don't need to talk about it at all, just because I'm an older gentleman. All right, I'm going to pull that down. Cause I, I don't know, something else was playing while Don was trying to oh, do Howard Cosell, okay. and I'm afraid of... Doing it extremely well. Yeah, yeah. He, by the way, in that interview, he said, I never played the game about 14 times. Right. But The uh, best part was when he said, and as you well know, I never played the game, <laughs> which incidentally is the name of my book, <laughs> I Never Played the Game. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Oh. And he was, and I'd forgotten that a couple of years, they were, Howard was so popular, they had him do baseball, which was like a, just an inconvenience oh, for him. What a play by Strawberry. I always get those two confused. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> i tell you what, the, we had, you know, famously, we had Firestone, who made his reputation in a Cassell imitation, mm-hmm. on with Vogel, and then. Firestone conceded oh. that Vogel oh. was better. Have we ever found that? We've looked for well, it I, I did. I looked for it, and I couldn't yeah. find it anywhere. It was up, up the same when uh, Caliendo joined us and uh, conceded a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. You're doing somebody, Rook. We just don't know who. Right. 
You know what? I think Don had a real advantage, being blind. Mm -hmm. I think that causes you to listen to voices more clearly. Probably. Yeah, a little more intently. So I think Don basically cheated. Yeah, right. He had a built-in advantage. (laughs) Yes, he did. (laughs) Oh, what a beauty. Has Pat heard Will Sasso doing Jesse? Yeah, yes. Yeah, we played it for him uh, last week. We didn't play Will for doing Jesse today. No, but Joe brought it up. Uh, Joe did bring it up. Jesse Jesse says he hasn't heard of him. Oh, no, 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 but he did say... Let him do it. He didn't care. Yeah, he said, let him do it. I don't care if he makes a buck off me. That's As long as he doesn't get me sued, I think it's the only thing Jesse said. (laughs) Other than that, he doesn't care. Well, that's what was happening to me when my friend Oslin was doing me on the Cole show. Right. And... Basically, saying this vile stuff about Ziggy and the fella, and you know, just saying all these outrageous things. And I was on a break one day, and Les Bagley shows me up, calls me up during the break. I get a call on my cell phone, and he says, You're killing us on K Fan. I said, you think I'm on K-Fan when I'm actually doing my own show right here? <laughs> on now? another station. <laughs> on another station? Less, you idiot. Oh. That's how good he was. So, anyway. is that the Was that what inspired Less is More, that column? No, that was just when he kept asking for more stuff for the, for the stadium. Yeah, yeah, they, they wanted everything. That Les, was such Les a great Less wants more Bagley. Yeah, <laughs> that was his nickname. So, well, what do you think, boys? Hey, I got to reveal one thing really quick. Uh, did you guys see the new? Because um, I know Pat, you are really obsessed with jerseys. The Minnesota Wild's new retro jerseys. I saw the do, trying to do North Star. Oh, they're yeah. cool. If I was the Dallas Stars, I wouldn't let them do it. Right. I don't know. Really? Yeah. I gotta say, uh, yeah, okay. I don't. I, I'm not big on jerseys. That's for sure. That doesn't do anything for you. No, it's okay. Who cares? Try I think to, they're cool. Yeah. I like them, but I'm a nerd oh, that way. Jettle. Well, they're a Jet, gold. I'm sure they're is, a gold mine, is what they are. Oh, right? Jet, Jet, dollars. One eighty. Jet is in, Jet wow. is in tears right now. I'm sure. Yeah. What did so. you have to tell us? You said you had to tell us something. I gotta make a political comment. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Do these dumbass Republicans who are standing up for this guy mm-hmm. because they're terrified of the Trumpers mm-hmm. realize that of the 78 million people who voted for Biden, mm-hmm. 76 million voted for him because they hate Trump. Mm-hmm. You are creating a situation with the Republican Party where you're tying your wagon to these morons who were in the streets with the Proud Boys this weekend. And this is not going to get you to the finish line in the future because he's got 30%. And I know you'd be in trouble without that 30%, but there's also, of the 74 million who voted for him, or 73, you know, 40%, 40 million of them voted for him because they like Republican economic policies, mm-hmm. not because they thought this moron was uh, some great leader. Mm-hmm. So basically, they're selling out mm-hmm. for 25% of the country's voters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they are making the rest, <laughs> you know, why do you think? I could put it in a simple Why sentence. do you think? More black people voted in this election than when Obama wrote, a mm-hmm. higher percentage than when Obama ran, because they hate Trump. Mm-hmm. That's why you are supporting 
You are you are selling your soul to the most hated president of my lifetime. Mm -hmm. And and the reason they're trying to keep their job because yes. they love life yes. on that distinct parallel track from the rest of us. Yes, that's as simple as that. Yeah, well, that's true. And none of them have any balls whatsoever. No. And, so there you but in long term, we saw you know, it might get you reelected and it'll get you reelected in South Carolina again and stuff. But long term, nationally, you can't sell your soul to these the trumpeters, but mm -hmm. they're doing it right now. It's amazing. Well, that's Patrick James, Stephen Ricey. Well, how could I know it when, in fact, I never. <laughs> I never ran for office. That's right. <laughs> you never. Are you going to turn this? No, I did off? run yes. for the Hall of Fame three times That's and finished true. third in a field of three. <laughs> I'm proud to announce, not on the ballot this year. Won't have to finish oh, third. Fantastic. Yeah, yes, not right. on the ballot. Very I good. finally talked my way off the ballot. So <laughs> That's good. Very All good. right. All right. Here is our guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh, Josh Arnold. Josh. His name is Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is on the line with us right now, and you should call him today for a free, no-obligation consultation of 48 minutes where you're always going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar-coated advice. And Mr. Money Talk is on the line with us today. Josh, how are markets responding in the wake of all of this political uncertainty, sir? Well, I'm going to put that on the back burner. Okay. I think the market is more, more concerned with potential of a stimulus, earnings, earnings, and the virus. It gets a little mixed up between maybe it's the virus, and the virus did take a little center stage for much of this week. Seemed to be contained a little bit, not so much with the number of cases which continue to increase, not so much with the potential of a nationwide lockdown, which is talked about by one of President-elect Biden's advisors, uh, Michael Osterholm, the possibility and potential of a vaccine, first from Pfizer and next up from Moderna. Moderna's vaccine seems to have the easiest way to get to people because of the temperature. But beyond that, there's still a potential that a stimulus deal could be reached uh, before the end of the year, at least a small one. The market might be disappointed with that. That could happen. And if not, if not at the end of this year, then the beginning of the next year. The Fed has talked very diligently about the need for fiscal stimulus. Hopefully the folks in Congress will listen. But that has been a little bit of a political football, at least uh, from one side trying to influence the outcome of the election. Yet, got to come to earnings. Earnings have been much better than expected. Two in particular. Disney took off on the backs of more Disney Plus subscribers than had been expected. That hurt a little bit Netflix and my favorite Amazon. That's still a big thing, and there's still plenty of people who will take several of these streaming services. Additionally, another favorite, because I know you're into sports betting, and Very probably much. have fantasy football, fantasy baseball, maybe even you're betting on this week's Masters. Well, another favorite of mine, DraftKings, reported much better than expected earnings up there guidance for the next year as more states have approved sports betting and online uh, gambling. That has also helped boost uh, two other favorites of mine, Caesars uh, Palace and National Gaming. Going to be interesting, but again, the focus, stimulus, virus, and earnings. Very good, Josh. And you should call Mr. Money Talk today, as I mentioned earlier, for a no-cost, no-obligation, free 48-minute consultation with our guy, Mr. Money Talk. You're always going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar-coated advice. Josh Arnold, thank you so much for your time, sir. Have a great weekend. We'll chat next week. Thanks, Chris.